going to be that much easier the next time you try to do it because you realize it's half an hour, 45 minutes. So I was just moving my fingers and thinking a little bit. It's not that difficult to do. And as we said, just think about all the benefits that you will get from doing it. Best ever listeners, where are you going to be on February 22nd and 23rd? I am visualizing that you're going to be in Denver, Colorado, because that's where the best ever conference is. And that's when it is February 22nd, 23rd. Go to besteverconference.com and even put in take five. So you get 5% off your ticket. So that is T-A-K-E and the number five whenever you purchase your ticket. And buy now because ticket prices go up weekly. So go to besteverconference.com. You can read all about the conference, the agenda, the speakers. We've got an incredible speaker list focused on commercial real estate. So that includes five plus units if you're in multifamily. And you're going to get a lot of value from this conference. Go to besteverconference.com. It's the third time we've done it. It improves every year and we have raving reviews. I'm not just saying it. Ask people who have attended every year. Besteverconference.com. Enter take five, T-A-K-E five when you purchase your ticket and get an extra 5% off. Ticket prices going up weekly, so get it today. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. We got follow along Friday today. The purpose of follow along Friday is to talk about what we got going on so that we can help you with whatever you got going on in real estate. Theo Hicks is with us. Theo, let's kick it off. Let's do it, Joe. So I recently became a top contributor on Bigger Pockets again. And I know we've discussed this in the podcast before, but I wanted to just reiterate the strategy and tell you exactly how I did it because I obviously recently we had the Christmas break, so I wasn't posting the Bigger Pockets for a few weeks. So I lost my top contributor status. And when I got back on the second before you talk about how you did it, what does top contributor status mean? Okay, I was gonna get into that. So essentially for each of the forums on Bigger Pockets. When you click on post, for example, whatever form that's under, it'll have a top contributor list on the right-hand side. So it'll be the top five contributors to that form. It'll have a score. So the highest score I've gotten is around like a nine or a 10. I'm not exactly sure exactly what the score means, but I'm pretty sure it's a combination of number of posts within a certain time frame, plus the number of interactions you're getting on that post. So, so votes. votes. Yeah, so votes. So it's a combination of votes and number of posts. Before we go down the path of how to do it, let's take a step back and let's talk about why we're on Bigger Pockets first. And it's going to be really quick because best ever listeners, you know the importance of Bigger Pockets. But one thing that I just want to reiterate and just shine the light on a little bit is when you're partnering up with other people in real estate, especially if you're bringing on investors, but even other people whether it's a business partner who brings a skill set that you don't have, or even perhaps vendors, and certainly investors in your deals, you need to have trust. And the two types of trust you must have, you have to have both with them, is one, they have to trust you as an individual. And then two, they have to trust you as a business person. So they have to trust you as a person, number one. And then number two, they have to trust you as a business person who is an expert in whatever your focus is. So if you're a fix and flipper, you must be a trusted individual who they know is an expert at fixing and flipping or wholesaling or buying apartments. 
and what bigger pockets allows us to do is to establish the trust as a business person who is an expert within our area of focus and it's incredibly scalable because you'd post once and it lives forever i know this because a long time ago I offered to give people a developer template that I came across randomly. I don't develop deals and people are still asking me for it. And I'm like, Oh man, another one. <laughs> and then send them to Samantha, my team, and she gets them this developer template. Please don't ask for it, by the way. It's not, it's not that good of a template. I just randomly <laughs> came across it, but it's a way that you can accomplish the objective of creating that trust in a scalable way that shows you're an expert on the particular area that you're focused on. And the outcome of that is developing long-term relationships with people who could be business partners, who could be passive investors, or who could be vendors who are like, hey, that guy or gal knows what they're talking about. I want to work with them, perhaps give them some sort of exclusive discount or some sort of rate or partnership that they don't offer anywhere else so that they can ride your coattails as you're growing. Mm-hmm. So trust is the foundation of what we do. Bigger Pockets is one platform that we use to grow our business in addition to others like this podcast and meetup groups, my conference, et cetera. And all those platforms, it's all about scalable trust that's relevant. And so that's why we're talking about how to become a top contributor within 10 days on this episode, because regardless of you're raising money or doing other stuff, in real estate, you need to be attractive to those you're looking to attract. And bigger pockets is a way to do that. Exactly. And you hit on all the benefits of getting this top contributor status. Something else I was thinking about last night was obviously, I can't remember what website I was on, but you know, on most websites, they have ads on their website. They're usually like on the right hand bar. So it'll have that picture ad or whatever. And obviously, you're paying a ton of money for that. So I'm pretty sure bigger pockets is the same thing. They've got their ads. So if you think about it, if you follow this strategy and you become a top contributor, you're essentially getting the free ad on bigger pockets, but it's even better because you're not paying for it. You've actually earned it through mm-hmm. adding value to other people and people will see that and be like, oh, rather than, oh, he paid for that ad spot, which is obviously still great, but this is another way to promote yourself in a sense without having to pay, but also people will know automatically that you've got that credibility because you didn't just give money to get that spot. You actually had to put forth effort frequently for an extended period of time in order to earn that spot. Then one more thing before I actually go into the strategy, because you might be thinking it's different for you guys because you guys have the podcast and YouTube channel, everything like that. So more people will recognize you and therefore vote on your posts. But that's not necessarily the case because I get a ton of messages on Bigger Pockets, but there are a lot of times where I've gotten messages on Bigger Pockets where all they said is, hey, I saw you posting in the forums and whatever else they wanted to say. They didn't say, hey, I like posting the forums and I recognize you from Joe's podcast and I want to reach out. So I do get those messages, but I would say the majority of them are just people saying, I saw you posting in the forums a ton. You seem like you know what you're talking about. I wanted to reach out and ask you some more questions. And from this, I'm telling you, I keep getting people offering to underwrite my deals. I'm up to seven or eight now, <laughs> just from bigger pockets. They're all coming from bigger pockets. And obviously they heard me talk about it on this podcast, but that's how they're finding me is through bigger pockets. Okay. I heard you talking on the podcast about underwriting. And I happen to see you posting a bunch of the forums and so I decided to reach out. Awesome. Yep. So now onto the strategy. And I know we've talked about this before, but this is, again, exactly what I do every single week. So I obviously go to biggerpockets.com and I'm going to talk about this specifically for the multifamily forum, but this can be applied to any of the forums that they have on the website. So you go to the top, you go to the forums, 
typically click on forums, it'll bring you to the main forum page. We'll have every single forum post in chronological order. So usually the ones posted a couple of minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Now you want to make sure that you're posting in the forum that you want to be a top contributor in. So obviously for bigger pockets, there's notifications that you'll get. People vote on your posts or if they reply to one of your posts. So you definitely want to do those first. So go to that top right of your screen. It's got that little bell. Click on that. It should say notifications, keyword alerts, inbox. So you want to do notifications first. And anyone who's replied to your comment or mentioned you, make sure you upvote their comment and then reply. Even if it's something as simple as, I appreciate the kind words, feel free to send me a DM if you have any other questions. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. Next, we're going to move on to keyword alerts. Keyword alerts are not as relevant to this strategy because what I've noticed is I've got my keyword alert set up for your apartment, syndication, accredited investor, things like that. But if you actually click on those keyword alerts, you want to make sure that that post is within your multifamily category or your fix and flip category or whatever the category you're is. Because again, it's based off of the top contributors perform category, not kind of for the overall forum. I reply to those regardless anyways, just because people are still asking questions and I still have, have pretty solid answers to those questions. But the takeaway from that is make sure that it's actually on that form, or at least you know that's on that form. So when you're keeping track of how many posts you're doing, if you're posting on keyword alert that's not on your multifamily form, just keep that in mind and make sure that you do an extra post on the multifamily form. So after that, once you've exhausted the notifications and the keyword alerts, that's when you want to go to your forum. So you'll go to forums, it'll be commercial real estate, and then there's two categories in there. There's commercial real estate and there's multifamily investing. Click on multifamily investing. And if it's Tuesday through Friday, I will go to the post within the last 24 hours. If it's Monday, I'll do the post within the last three days. And I literally just go through every single post and I read the title. And if it's something that I know I could have an answer to or might potentially have an answer to, I just open it up in a new tab. So by the time I've gone through a post, I've got five, 10, 15 tabs open. And then you just go through, you read the thread and you reply to it, making sure that you mention the person who asked the question so that they see it. It's really simple as that. The next day you come back, you're most likely going to have notifications from the posts from the day before, new keyword alerts, plus 24 hours worth of new multifamily posts. Do that again. So do that for obviously the first five days. And for me, I did it for five days and I did it for a few more days the next week. And then I got that number five spot on the top contributor spot. Typically, I'm, I'm higher up, and I think I'll work my way back up that list over the coming weeks, but yesterday was the first time that I was back up on that list. And the only reason why it might not work is two reasons. Number one, if you're in a forum that has a lot more people involved than the multifamily, I'd probably say multifamily is probably one of their top forum posts, so that it shouldn't be that big of a problem, but I think they have some that are more general, like literally general real estate investing advice. So I'm sure that would be a little more difficult to become a top contributor on. And also, I've been posting for three months prior every single day, and then I took a two, three-week break that might have given me a head start. So this might take you a little bit longer than 10 days, but regardless, if you just follow this strategy five days a week, you will become a top contributor in your category at some point within a month, I would bet. And this strategy literally takes me between half an hour and 45 minutes every single day. That's it. It's not like I'm spending hours and hours on there. Once you get your system in place, get used to clicking through the forum, it shouldn't take any more than half an hour to 45 minutes. And everyone's got half an hour to 45 minutes in their day to spend on something like this, especially, as Joe said, all the benefits. I mean, heck, I've gotten so many people interested in underwriting my deals. I've gotten coffee with so many people. I've gotten so many kind words, so many people talking about our book, talking about the podcast and how helpful it's been. 
So overall, it's been an amazing experience on there. And you mentioned you've been doing it daily for a long period of time. You took a break for the holidays, but you are consistent with it. And I want to ask you a question, Theo. What does the number 6,702 represent? I don't know. Yeah, it's an impossible question. So I'll just tell you the answer. <laughs> it represents the number of Bigger Pockets members who have the Addict Award awarded to them. You know how you get awards on Bigger Pockets for your first post, first vote, 100 votes, 1,000 posts, a bunch of different things. If you go to biggerpockets.com forward slash awards or award, you'll see all the awards that they give. There's no ceremony or anything, but it's a recognition of what you're contributing on Bigger Pockets. They've got a genius award and some other stuff where a bunch of people, a certain amount of votes on your post, you get a genius award. But 6,702 people have been awarded the Addict Award. I am one of those people. And I don't do it every single day now because I'm at a different stage in my business. But I go on bigger pockets frequently and I'm still building my business. But when my business was at a different stage earlier on, I went on bigger pockets every single day. And the addict award is defined by posting every single day for one month. Just posting every single day for one month. 6,702 people as of yesterday when I looked at it, because I show you how many people have been awarded it on that page I mentioned. 1,200,000 people, according to Bigger Pockets, are on the website. 1,200,000 people are members of Bigger Pockets. 6,702 people are crazy enough to get that addict award where they're on bigger pockets every single day for one month. That is half of a percent of bigger pockets members do that. And my theory is that if you do posting every single day for a month and you get that award and you become in the top half of a percent of bigger pockets users who are all in on it, your income will increase dramatically, assuming that you're adding value during your posts. And it's something that I was looking, I was like, wait a second, because my income is top half of a percent for America. My net worth is that. And the top half of a percent of bigger pockets members do the addict thing. So a challenge I have for the best ever listeners is to do that and get that award, get the addict award on bigger pockets. And you follow Theo's approach that he mentioned and you do it consistently and get that addict award that I'm mentioning and good things are going to happen for you. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I actually don't have the addict award yet because I don't post on weekends, but I'm going to start just doing one extra post on the weekends so I can get that award. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, indeed, that'd be powerful. There's, there's power and momentum. People are generally inconsistent and generally don't do what they say they're going to do. I don't know why. That's just how it is. So those of us who are consistent and do what we say we're going to do, we're going to stand out and we're going to be rewarded for it. Yeah, it really is all about momentum. And if you're just trying to start a new habit, it's going to suck and be hard to do it for the first 10, 20, 30 days. But 
Just think about anything that you're doing right now consistently that you have been doing for a long time. Maybe you started doing it a couple of years ago. Think about how it's just everyday nature now, whereas before it was more like, oh, this is so difficult. Like, like working out is a perfect example. It's really difficult to start a workout routine. But once you've been doing it, you don't even think about it. You just naturally like, all right, it's time to go to the gym. Like your body says it's two o'clock, it's gym time. The same thing for things like this. Maybe post four days this week. And then next week you do five days, but it was really hard and you didn't want to do it that fifth day, but you did anyways. It's going to be that much easier the next time you try to do it because you realize it's half an hour, 45 minutes. So I was just moving my fingers and thinking a little bit. It's not that difficult to do. And as we said, just think about all the benefits that you will get from doing it. So yeah, how to become a top contributor on the multifamily forum or any form of bigger pockets in 10 days is essentially post the forums every day. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. A little more complicated than that, but yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, man, this episode could have been seven seconds. What the hell, guys? <laughs> All right, cool. Let's move on. All right, trivia question time. So last week's trivia question was, what MSA had the largest projected population growth in 2018? I said and Fort Worth, right? Did Fort Worth, which I believe was, it was in the top five for sure. Yeah. The answer was actually Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Florida. MSA, oh, get out of here. All right. With like a 3.38% population growth, I believe. So Fort, Fort Myers, Florida. Yep. Huh. See, I remember this is a percentage-based growth, not overall number growth. You got some tricky questions, Theo. Well, this one's going to be tricky too, which you know the answer to this one, but the trivia is supposed to be pretty tricky. All right. This, okay. I'm trying to make it more complex <laughs> this week, but I think this is an interesting statistic. I wonder what's driving that population growth there. You're in Florida. Any idea? I wonder if it's just more snowbirds just moving there. The majority of people that, at least that live here, maybe say 50% are from here, but the other 50% is moved here because of the weather. Yeah. And that's okay. it. So I'm not necessarily sure exactly what's driving that, especially Fort Myers is literally just a vacation town. Yeah. So it's most likely that. More people are just aging, moving here for vacation po- homes. Aging population. Mm-hmm people from California and well, people from New York moved to Florida and then everyone else moves to Texas. It seems like. Exactly. So this week's question, I know Joe knows the answer to this and all of his investors know the answer to this. So you guys, I guess necessarily aren't oh, allowed okay. to answer Is this that one. Is like a major hint then? Wait, it could be. Question? So in 2016, which is the most recent year's worth of data, a record number of companies left California, 1800 to be exact, which is a record high since 2008. So what state did the largest proportion of those companies move to? Oh, come on. All right. What state did the largest proportion of those companies move to? So if this is super easy, then Hoover's the fastest is going to get their free book this week. Okay. It's an easy one. Someone's going to get the book real quick. And by the way, everyone who's won, sorry for a delay in mailing the books out. Messed up on our side, but... We will send those out on Wednesday of next week. They're being mailed out, signed copies. So they're all coming for everyone who's won so far. Perfect. Moving on, the best ever conference. This is very close. Today's the 17th. It's to be airing on the 18th, so a little over a month away. Make sure you guys check out our thread on Bigger Pockets. I'm updating that daily now. I just did a post Friday about the venue. We're upgrading to the big house this year. The venue looks really, really sweet. We're actually in the opera house this time, so in the actual theater. So it's going to be an upgrade from last year where we were in another room in that venue. So we're moving up to the opera house, the Ellie Calkins Opera House, I believe it's called. And if you go to the bestoverconference.com, 
and you scroll down to the BEC 2019 lineup, we've got the majority of the panels, the discussions, the presentations, those topics are on that schedule. And last week, we told you about one of the first topics, which first uh, keynotes, which is going to be a discussion on the state of the commercial real estate market in general. One of the next presentations is going to be a panel about niche asset classes. So these are going to be people who invest in things like marinas. So I know all about marinas now, so I live in Florida, because we've got a lot of those down here. Those are just basically those big buildings that hold people's boats. Everyone well, knows what marina is. <laughs> as well as land banking, which I'm not necessarily sure what land banking means. And then RV parks. So There's going to be a panel discussion on those three niche asset classes. Do you know what land banks are? I should. I've certainly interviewed someone on it. I'm not going to pretend. My thought is that it's just buying raw land and then using that as cash flow to doing a joint venture with someone who leases it from you or you do a lease option or something on the land. That's my thought, but I could be off. I think it's when you buy undeveloped land and then sell it to a developer who's going to develop it for a profit. Okay. Yeah. And you do a JV with them where you're in on the deal or something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yes. I was 90% accurate. There you go. And then one of the last things is of course the best ever apartments indication book on Amazon I think yesterday we were up to 120 reviews. Buy that book, leave a review on Amazon, send us a screenshot to info at joeferrells.com and receive a package of a free apartment syndication goodies plus the opportunity to have your review read aloud on the podcast. This week's review is from Paul. And wow, Paul left a eight paragraph review. So it was very long. Obviously, I'm not going yeah. to read the whole thing. But they, they, thank you, Paul. But yeah, we'll summarize this one, right? So I'm just going to read just his last two paragraphs. So Paul said, there are many tools, sites, reports, and spreadsheets that are shared throughout the book. They're kind of scattered, however, so you may want to mark them down as you find them. I was curious about him, so I visited his website. I think it would be great value add, see what I did there, to have these available in his resources section, which Paul, if you go to apartmentsindication.com, some of these documents are there. The other ones, yeah, you do have to receive the email. Then continuing, go ahead and pick up this book if you're still interested. As I said, it is dense. It will be your key advisor in your apartment education journey. Keep your eyes open, your wits about you, and build some relationships. Trust Joe, and I'm confident you won't find a better system. Paul, thank you, my friend, for writing that. And Theo, thank you for only reading the last two paragraphs. The best ever listener would be like, Dude, come on. I do talk really fast. I'm sure I could have gotten through it pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Paul, sincerely for that. And I'm, most importantly, I'm glad that that added value to your life. And one thing I do want to mention before we sign off is I want to honor Linda Libatori and her life. She passed away, as some of you all might know. And she was a guest, uh, episode 1082 and episode 714. She's the founder of Secure Pay One, which is also a sponsor of the show. Linda was such a, a warm person, someone who didn't meet someone who she wouldn't help out. I met her multiple times in person at our conference and other places and just a kind-hearted individual. So I just want to pause for a moment, honor her. We will be donating towards a charity that she supported. 
not sure which one that is yet, but we're finding that out. So I just want to give her a moment of reflection and then we'll sign off. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow, everyone. Best ever listeners, best ever conference. That's where you want to be, February 22nd and 23rd in Denver, Colorado. Put in the code TAKE5, T-A-K-E, and the number 5 to get an extra 5% off. Ticket prices go up weekly, so buy it today, besteverconference.com. You can read all about the conference at the website, all about the speakers. You can read about them and what you will experience when you're there besteverconference.com. Best ever listeners, we have launched besteverCauses.com. That's besteverCauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out.